Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Who Invited Her. We are San Diego's LGBTQ pop culture podcast. I'm your host, Tony, and I'm here with my other co-host. Say hi, Bashy. Am I gonna be mean? Hi, Bashy. You don't have any you don't have any insults. I didn't prepare my insults for either of you today. And Party Bear Eric is here this week. Hi, Eric. Hi, everyone. Hi. And the man running the show, Robbie's here. Say hi. Hey everybody, I'm here too. (laughs) And he's back. He's been on the show so many times one of our favorite guests from the show eddie danger is here for the whole episode hi eddie welcome how's it going what's up everybody hello san diego yes eddie is going to be hanging out with us for the whole show we're going to get into what you've been up to because it's been a hot minute since you've been on the show i think the last time you were on was right when we got into quarantine and it was all this corona shit was all brand new yeah i was all excited about the new life changes that i could make like in private but then like once i think you get over that like you say this is the new the new normal i hate that i hate all that bullshit sounds weird to say but if that's the way my life's gonna be then I guess that you start to like just say, well, well, let's start doing adventures within this reality. And then it, it kind of blew up for me and weirder things have been going on. <laughs> Which we're going to get yeah. into. But the first thing I want to talk about, Eddie, you are looking amazing. Like the body is like crazy. And didn't Thank you go you. vegan? Or yeah, vegetarian, oh, uh, right? Kind of. So, so like uh, alcoholism. So I went sober. Um, uh-huh. I, I quit drinking and all that shit. And I think I talked about that last time. Yeah. And I also think my camera, since I'm looking at this right now, I think it's in that, like, I got the big camera. So I think it's in that super zoom. So, like, as my hands get closer to the screen, <laughs> they- <laughs> and, you know, I use this. I, but I use this when I film porn because when you pull back, it makes your look uh, your dick look like it's a mile long. Oh, <laughs> Which is look, at porn. look at Whoa. that! Look at that! Tricks of the trade. <laughs> Ooh, I love it. It's like. It's like VR porn. We talked about that last week, VR porn. But look at us. I I, I know like years into the future, we're going to be watching this being like, look at these. Look how things were back then. They were all surprised about their long fingers. (laughs) (laughs) So wait, what is this fitness journey you've been on? Because if, if anybody hasn't checked out Eddie's Twitter, Instagram, social, I mean, the six pack, everything. Like when did this start and why? And what, how did well, you, how did you go about doing it? Cause I'm sure people want to know. Okay. Well, I don't know. I mean, I think it's just the naturally the way I, my, my metabolism works and the way I kind of exist, but I will tell you hardcore and, uh, and, and long as people are listening to me right right. now (laughs) (laughs) and long intimacy sessions that last like six hours at a time. And I do that about three times a week. Yeah. What? Like full on sex sessions intimacy for six hours wow <laughs> yeah. you are crazy like two or three times a week but it's like it's such a core workout it gets your back going so my uh my back's really uh toned up and i've been really uh fortunate and that pairing <laughs> that with uh with sobriety and yeah. um and uh and then the the vegan thoughts now i'm attacking that the same way that i'm doing um the uh the sobriety slant because i'm i'm saying well and of course i haven't touched liquor in in um in uh in public yeah. So I, but I, I'm giving myself that sort of, um, leeway if, if mm-hmm. that happens, you know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. want to do this whole cut and dry nonsense because in the past I always did that. And I was like, I, I would feel like a failure if I felt temptation. Yeah. So in this, if this regard, but see what I, what I found more pressuring, it's always like, if I'm going to live a vegan lifestyle, I don't want to be the motherfucker that, um, that goes and, uh, 
and uh, and it's like out, out on a date or something and they say, oh, well, you're vegan. We can't go here or we can't do this. Or we can't. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to make people suffer because I want to live a certain way. Yeah, so right. I'll be like, I'll eat some turkey. But at this point, I've eat, I've, I've like changed my diet so so severely that looking at a piece of pizza makes me feel kind of sick. You know, I was driving this yeah. uh, a co-star home yesterday and <laughs> and we were talking about our cravings and we usually do because we like I said we go on for like uh quite a long time and we're always very hungry on the way home and I well I, you know I used to cruise back and be like man I would really love my wonton soup it's gonna be amazing <laughs> fuck yeah oh I love that oh I'm dreaming about some general so chicken but now this time I'm like like uh like they say oh I'm gonna get a pizza and I'm like ooh. You're yeah. Like, no. Now you're I, like, uh, ooh, broccoli. Yeah, give me some broccoli. I did yeah, the I'm same like, thing. I gave yeah, up like, like carbs and and alcohol. And yeah, and you're a nightmare. And now I had like <laughs> pasta and pizza. And today I'm like, I just want a fucking salad. Like it's yeah. just it made Rapid. me sick yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like it's for some reason it's hydrating. And it's weird how your mind just reconfigures if you just detach mm-hmm. from all that it's shit. It's true. It's thing, very true. I, but then I went out in public. And, mm-hmm. and so when I would go out in public and like I was explaining, like people would say, oh, well, we can't do this because you're I'll be like, no, 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 don't, don't, no, no. We could split the pizza. I'll just have my little section as much as I can eat. You just bear with me. It's cool. Yeah. So like that. And I, I kept that sort of idea with the sobriety, but it hasn't happened because I haven't made myself available to people. But every time I've been in public, like when I did went to these drag brunches or something, I would be accosted by people that are like are ripping off their masks. They're they're like they're they clearly haven't stopped drinking throughout the entire year. Because they're they're bloated, their eyes are glassy. Right. They're 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 disgusting. I feel very attacked. I feel very attacked, Jenny. How dare you? I'm sorry. No, I, I can't see you, Tony. I that, I can't judge you. I'm oh, that's fine. Funny, no, but How can you not it's, see him? He's taking up that whole shut fucking Shut the fuck up, yeah. well, No, they haven't put me over. Can I see him? Can I evaluate Tony real quick? Yeah, Tony, take off your glasses. Let's see your eyes. Why my eyes? Because they're probably... I can't see them. Oh. I'm kidding. Anyway. But me and... But so, speaking of the fitness stuff, Robbie and I have been on our own like fitness journey starting at the... Probably December we started this. Yeah. But it, like you were saying, we went off of all carb sugar and we were doing super, super healthy eating, like lots of vegetables and stuff. But the minute we started introducing pizza and stuff back, it literally, your body cannot take it. It like yeah. makes you sick. And it, you know what? And listen, I'm not, I'm not chain smoking like crazy, but yeah. I had to light one up while we were waiting because I went in, I had some Panera today because I hadn't eaten all day and I've been moving boxes and shit. Yeah. I just moved into like a townhouse or whatever. So I was like moving boxes and I was like in pain because, you know, this whole vegetarian vegan shit makes you weak. So yeah. I was like, I'm going to go get like a sandwich or something. So I got some Panera, crammed that in my face and my belly, I was pregnant all of a sudden. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> like, baby. Oh my God. And, and one thing I always knew is that like, if I, if I lit up a cigarette, that would make me feel a little better. I think it, it, it yeah. gets your body working. So I was like, oh my God, you know, now yeah. I feel a little better. I'm not How sitting here has, with um, How has during this whole COVID thing, the whole porn industries changed for you in filming now? And like, I mean, you are big on on um, OnlyFans. So, I mean, did you switch most of it over to OnlyFans? No, I don't don't have an OnlyFans. I do just for fans. Just for fans. That's what it is. Yeah. 
Yeah. Loyalty, baby. You're like, I'm not, I'm not talking with anybody else. But the problem is, is I see all these morons trying to hop on that stuff. And what I noticed is everybody was trying to get on that at the same time yeah. that like nobody wanted to subscribe to anything. And even getting it, there are so many scams that are being run by those motherfuckers in that in that whole like enterprise. You've mm-hmm. got people that are doing shout outs for shout outs, pin for pin. I don't want to keep be involved with that. If you like me, you found me elsewhere and then you come to me and you stand with me, you know? I like it's none of this fucking share for share bullshit. Shit. And I, yeah. I've never tried to take other people's followers. I, they yeah. come to me, you know, and that's one thing. And it's been consistent since I started. I've always maintained like, sure, I've made more as, as time goes on, but I don't lose money. Like I never go down in the amount of money that I make because generally people that are there, they want to be there. And if they do have a like curiosity subscription, it's usually for anal week or something like, <laughs> like uh, anal week. There's a whole week dedicated to anal. What? Well. Yeah, all anal all the time. Yeah. <laughs> As it should be. As it should right. be. Exactly. Well, no, no, no. The, for, for the 12 dongs of Christmas, I saw a severe uptick because we were testing a new dong every day. So That's that right. Was, you in the yeah. sex yeah. toys. Yeah. Oh my God. But, but are okay, you, are but, you but, still but, filming with, studios and stuff like that well no i went down to fort lauderdale it was like it was a weird situation where i was already going down there anyway and um and plans changed but but basically what happened was hop off the plane they throw me in a car they drive drove me all the way down to talent testing where they do the test for the stds and they also did a covid test so i knew everybody was good to go although um uh uh, fort lauderdale (laughs) is, is certainly a hot spot for uh uh, nefarious uh, COVID super spreading activity right now. So, um, so I did notice a lot of that going on. And, and baby, it's funny how this thing changes you because I'm the guy who goes to gangbangs. You know, I'm the guy yeah. who hosts orgies. Meanwhile, I'm busy clutching my pearls, walking <laughs> around these nightclubs because I see five men making out with each other. I'm like, how dare? How like, dare what? you? <laughs> how are you doing? Did you, uh, there, I saw at least five men's saliva up in the air and I was oh, like, no. I'm out of here. So I go run it. Yeah. Um, anyway, but when I was down there, we did a um, we did a scene with uh, with uh, <laughs> like people right over. Here. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I did a scene where I was, oh, it was actually pretty unique. I can tell this story. I think so. There was this guy who's like um, we did a penis. The pe- first for the first day I was there, we did the penis talk show. Okay, and what it, is that? Let us know so, what that is because we were talking okay. briefly before the show, and I'm like, save it for the show. Penis okay, so talk show. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. go. <laughs> So it was just at the time when the Hey Queen episode um, came out. Yeah. And I think uh, my agent Which you were great on. If anybody, go yeah. check out Hey Queen on YouTube. Johnny McGovern to you, great. It was good seeing you get interviewed instead of coming yeah. out and go-go dancing like you have on Hey Queen. And you did yeah. their um, Look at Ha, which was really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, see- well, the thing about all that stuff is that I wasn't prepared for that. I thought I was going to come in and it was going to be all cock talk and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. I wasn't I didn't realize I was going to get sucker punched with the um, with the with the books and the and the Aww. and the personality. And, and like and then, of course, talking about my family. I have never yeah. talked about that shit in public. And so, of course, and that, that was when Lady Reddit passed. Yeah, and all yeah. of a sudden I'm, I find myself eulogizing there. And I'm yeah. just thinking that this is this is all a lot that I wasn't prepared for. So. The personality that was on that show is is me, but it, I wasn't a hundred percent ready to be showing people that side of me. So it was a whole fucking weird mess. And but I did get a lot of love, and everybody yeah, called me it was an intellectual. A good interview. It was really yeah. good. 
But when I think about that stuff, I realized what was going on with me is that I wanted to make friends and relate to people. And what I realized when I was getting into stripping and porn and all this shit is that nobody wanted to hang out with me or talk to me um, when I was engaged and 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 bright, you know, because yeah. I was I I, I have a, a an active mind and I'm always asking questions. I have a certain vocabulary I use that is weird for people. <laughs> um, and I guess it's unrelatable. So yeah. what I noticed is once I stopped drinking, like that sort of vocabulary came back, back. and yeah. I, I'm yet again, unrelatable, but this time I know who I am. So I can say, yeah. you guys can fuck yourselves if you don't want to be on this. Track, on this uh, okay. Yeah, back, right. back to the puppet of the penis right. talk show. I wanted to, <laughs> let's right. get back to all that. Right. Cause I'm sure people well, are like, no, wait a minute. <laughs> this is still in line with all of that. Okay, so go. basically, <laughs> um, so I get, so, um, um, the agent tells me all about this. He's like, yeah. oh, we, we have this this show called the Penis Talk Show, where basically we don't show your head, your face. Um, and, and you just like you got giant cameras on your dick. That's like that's showing this to millions of people across the across the world. I, I don't know who was watching it. Oh, I'm sure there's I'm, a lot of people who would watch yeah. it. Well, I was basically just sitting there and they were asking us questions. And I said, just don't ask anything demeaning because like, that's stupid. Like, I'm yeah. not here to, to, to sit here and be like, I have people ask about my, like, do I talk to my parents or like if, um, if certain things in my life, you know, they, all those yeah. typical trauma conversations that yeah. people like to ask porn actors. So basically they had me, my co-star, which was fascinating for the Sunday that we were going to film a scene together. Oh, wow. okay. his name, his name, Izzy Danger. Izzy Danger. Uh, yes, yes, yes. I have seen him. Yes. I didn't have the dangers. You're starting I, I, at like a drag house, the danger house, the danger. I, I, didn't <laughs> I didn't name him. I had nothing to do with it. And so, but they said, we found this guy that you were going to film with. And, yeah. and so he, so it's me. Izzy and there's this other guy that's there. I, I didn't get to talk to him, but for a few seconds. But anyway, they go down the line. They ask us questions, and, and you know it's funny in the video. They zoom in on each one of our flaccid dick, and then that's the dick that's talking. That is <laughs> so, so funny. Yeah, it was really weird, but it sold out in minutes. It was oh, I'm really sure. fast. Yeah, it was really crazy, and they're still doing it. They have like other guys in there, but I was really impressed that like once they said special guest Eddie Danger, people actually bought it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the I Hey Queen, um, that was a really good interview. It was a different kind of Eddie, like we like we've seen, especially. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was really really cool, like seeing you <laughs> on the couch instead of Coco playing on Hey Queen. It was a good episode. Yeah. Oh, and you did tell the story about Peppermint saving your life. Oh, was, I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. Which was kind of weird because I hadn't spoken to her about that. And the thing was, we both kind of um, uh, tried to put it, like, put it in the back of our mind. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to remember <laughs> a, a porn dude or like a stripper almost dying in front of them. And oh, I don't geez. really think that I really wanted to go into that either because. Yeah. I mean, personally, I was mortified by the whole thing. And I guess like she was just concerned about me. I don't know. So, um, yeah, but it was weird because when I started talking, this was the brain that was engaged with like people asking me about my family that I've never talked to. And then all of a sudden they show me a picture of Peppermint at that thing. And I'm just like, why not tell some stories? Oh like, my God. just how I always do. I just I'm a moron that just launches into this shit. <laughs> I launch into it. But that's and then the appeal, I'm, Eddie. You're yeah, yeah. Person, it really, and really it's nice can. that you expose yourself in more ways than one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can't. The neighbors, the neighbors, the neighbors. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the neighborhood. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> so, oh, um, man. yeah. So anyway, so I was down there for the penis talk show and I was there with my co-star for the future. I didn't know I was going to be spending the whole fucking weekend with him, but we ended up doing that. So our relationship went from, you know, usually like I come to you and I have these horrible stories about like this person shit on me, yeah. this person pooped on me, I'm suffering. But like in this situation, I had to, I was spending the whole weekend with this dude. And so our relationship went from uh, here you are, you two mice mate. It turned into like this whole fucking thing about like, um, like now we know each other. I can't treat him like uh, like he's nobody. Uh, he's a person. He's new to the industry. He's pansexual. I, I was learning about nuances in his life. And and suddenly it was like an older brother, uh, little brother kind of aesthetic. Yeah. And then, of course, that translated pretty well into the doctor scene ah! that they set us up with. <laughs> and wow. when Eddie Danger, this fucking moron, had to sit there and, and play an essential worker. Uh, yeah. But the but the whole premise, it was called, listen to this. Oh, listen, to, this is fucking funny as shit. So they booked me for a few gigs. And one of them was Men Over 30. That was one. And I was like, oh, what? God, like, can I get AARP next? <laughs> they did not. Did they really? Yeah. For, yeah. And so the whole oh weekend, God, I was just Eddie. like, I turned 30. And that day you booked me for Men Over 30. Oh, oh, wow. If that but, is then, course, like... but, but then after that, they booked me for uh, My Friend's Feet. And, and get this, they, they canceled the one for Men Over 30. And they booked me for Family Creep. So I'm just like, hey, mom and dad, aren't you proud now? You know, <laughs> and, but anyway, but the premise was and this is the weirdest shit because it has to be related somehow. Yeah, um, this is my brother. However, we aren't truly related. He is a um, it's always uh, a, it's always a step brother. It's always a step brother. It's, <laughs> it's even weirder. Yeah. It, it gets even weirder. Our, our, our parents are, are in a lesbian relationship. Um, but I, but I am a, a, um, of, of actual birth, um, through the vagina and one is a surrogate birth or something. I'm not really sure, but, but there's this whole complex scenario that we had to remember. Now, one thing, uh, when you're all hopped up on sexual fuel, you know, to get a scene done, the last thing you want to get these dumb motherfuckers to do is have to remember a whole genealogical tree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is a lot of backstory for a part. I know, that is a lot of backstory. If, yeah. if, you, if you watch it, you'll see. We go from like, oh yeah, my, you know how Tina is. She's all, you know, progressive lesbian. And, and you know how Julie is. She's all like Republican lesbian. <laughs> weird but isn't it cool how we can be related and stuff like you're my bro and you know let me check out your phd pretty huge dick <laughs> you know what i mean all that <laughs> bunch of bullshit. Yeah. oh my god that's too I funny that is great i, really I do, do too i love love a good backstory <laughs> i do yeah. too i live for the backstory so then you get yeah. invested once they get down to the to the business you're like i'm invested in these characters That's just like yes, icing exactly. on the cake i'm already in you're right i'm like i'm just there for the storyline at a certain point <laughs> yeah, <then you> do. <laughs> the, the funny thing is i post a picture on instagram to show people like hey um like this is what i'm doing it's me in a doctor's outfit and people zoomed in on the um <clears throat> on the notepad that i was taking notes on yeah and it's all these like little scribbles and they're like oh yeah 
here's acting Eddie. Wow, they called you out there like, yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. rude. <laughs> anyway, so that was it. And then I'm doing the stuff at home and I'm putting out for free on Pornhub. A big change in my life was just that um, if I'm going to be doing some straight shit, might as well put it out for free because nobody yeah. wants to subscribe to watch just straight stuff. So I'll just throw that out for free and make it all pretty and stuff. So that's yeah. what I've been doing with my nice. heterosexual life. Yeah. But yeah, it's been fun. That is yeah. really... <laughs> You've been busy. <laughs> just say yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Um, How do you think... It's. Are you going to go back to GoGo once things start opening up? Because I know we were talking before. California is starting to open up more, um, oh. but by summer, who knows? Things may be open. Would you go back to doing GoGoing? I don't think um, locally. I feel compelled to do that. I don't like people at this point. I'm kind of. Like, <laughs> who does? Who? You no, know, no. I'm, I'm just. I'm so happy being by myself that yeah. I don't want to play the game. And my personality's always been kind of in no nonsense. Don't fuck yeah. with me. Stop bothering me. But um. But at this point, it's like. I deserve more because I, I've worked so fucking hard. I put myself yeah. out there in a way that most people don't. So I'm demanding. And I, 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 before I used to be demanding because I felt like I had to be okay with going back in the office and like managing my regular life and like mm-hmm. trying to compartmentalize. But now I'm a, I'm a, I'm difficult to work with because I simply don't like fucking people. But, um, <laughs> but I think it's just the fact that I don't like to be touched at this yeah. point. Like, you know, those like I'm starting to notice, notice like my little passive aggressive things people do. Like when I was in Fort Lauderdale, um, somebody was like, you know, they're one of those one of those slime balls that have a lot of money and they would always have their porn guys on their little yachts. And they'd be like, oh, this um, give me some stupid porn name like uh, like uh, Toffer something like whatever. Give me a generic. Tough. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. It's always some, Max stupid or some weird like yeah. oh, stone. Or, yeah, stone. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And so you have these, these these slime balls being like, oh, him, he's a train wreck and making all these judgments about boys that are my contemporaries, like yeah. people that I work with. And I'm like, how dare you? And so when they try to talk to me like that, I'm like, no, no, no. Like, these are boys that are in my industry and I'm going to be there. I'm going to be their protector here. We're not going to do all that. So yeah. they try to relate to me by by putting down other people in my industry. Mm. I get mad. And then they say, oh, come now, Eddie, come now. And they do the whole thing where they put their hand around your shoulder. Ugh. That's not going to fly either. Because I'm just like, I don't even want like slime balls like like you to touch me. And that's a part of my sober brain saying, you put up with this for way too long because you wanted people to like you. And yeah. at this point, I'm like, fuck you. I'm doing just fine by myself, making my porn in my apartment. Fuck you. <laughs> but I will say that I would love to do some go-go gigs because I like the community aspect of things. Yeah. And I think when people meet me, it, like in the sense where, where I bring myself out to a community and I say, uh, where I'm going to embed myself with uh, everything you guys are doing. Like in San Diego, we yeah. went out, we, yeah, we hung yeah. out with that was people fun. there. I love that shit. Like, I love meeting people and going out there and having fun and, like, carrying on. I don't know how I would be, like, being able to manage, like, a sober uh, uh, work ethic. I don't, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I'd be much better because I, I'm certainly more marketable right now. But um, but it would have to be that capacity because when I'm looking at the offers going on in D.C., we lost every single one of our clubs, especially yeah. the clubs that go dance. But also, I'm not looking to work for peanuts out there for these fucking slime balls that I've watched rip each other apart all of like d- during this past year with the call outs of racial, racial, uh, racial, whatever. They're always saying, oh, you're racist. You're, you're this, you're that. Everybody's rip, like ripping each other's to shreds, like trying to steal each other's gigs by canceling them for yeah. all sorts of crazy shit. 
And it's like, I don't even like the people in this city at this point. So, so why am I going to like, like suck dick for a job when I'm like, I don't even want to work for you more. But it seems like your tolerance for bullshit. You're just like, nope, I'm not dealing with no. Yeah. I don't want no. But I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's a matter of being like kind of uh, angry about about all these things. I think it's just a matter of having self-respect at this point. Yes, I've been in this exactly. Yeah. It's been fucking yeah. fit, like almost it's, it's been a long time <laughs> that I've been doing this and I've certainly made my name for myself. And if somebody wants to hire me, uh, they're going to have to pony up and treat me with respect. Yeah, you know? why not? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I have had like a few offers around here, but it's always something that's like, I, 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 you want me to get naked for you people for that much money? <laughs> <laughs> No. Okay, now, Eddie, I got a question for you. So this week it came out that HBO is going to be doing a new competitive TV show called The Real Magic Mike. Did you see this? What <laughs> no, did? I didn't. So they're taking Magic Mike, right? And they're do- they're yeah. taking a group of men and turning them into like a real Magic Mike show that's going to be in Las Vegas. And it's going to be right. like a, a RuPaul-style competition show. Oh, that's going to be gonna really And it's going to be on stupid. HBO. A bunch <laughs> of himbos. A bunch of himbos complaining yeah. about their pecs, right? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Right. Yeah. Yeah, himbos. I... I, I so I did that for a while. Like I did that whole uh, that whole magic mic type of performance yeah. with the with airways and shit at Saks in um in Washington D.C. It's modeled after after the Moulin Rouge. I'm sure I've told you about this. It's like we had this giant stage and there was a cast of like six guys and uh, most of them were gay, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, but we were performing for a packed house of women nonstop. <laughs> it's two floors. All the girls would have their own like. And this is the time when I like smashed my head. I got a concussion from smashing my head on a on a roof on a, on the on the ceiling. I I got through so much bullshit doing that. But it was a fun time. I don't think I'd ever do something like that again because yeah. the choreography is so goddamn demanding, and the money just simply isn't worth it. You know, yeah. the tips are good. But um, yeah. but I think a lot of men that do that magic mic type of performance, they're not in it for the money. They're in it for the for fucking girls and taking girls out into the um the 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 lap dance rooms. Yeah. And if it, you know, and if yeah. you're the but you're you're the Vegas type and you're trying to put on a performance. And if, if if this whole thing is about like I just love male exotic dancing, the art of it, the costumes and all this shit, yeah. then. You know, I mean, God bless him, but that's all that's way off, too. That's a whole different reality. That's not yeah, but work. it's just so interesting that they're going to take it and now they're turning it into a whole TV reality yeah, competition God bless show. Him. I'm like, they're going to do that with everything eventually. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think it's interesting to to watch because there's this whole concept that guys that do that sort that sort of thing are all kind of like they need to be saved. They're all a bunch of like morons or they're on yeah. the drugs. But like when you get into the go-go side of thing, I think that's more common because everybody's like um, it's a nightclub atmosphere. But like in general, like the male dancing, like male reviews and all that, it's not all that crazy because people have to remember what they're doing. They have to know that I take off the, the fireman suit at this beat and I have to do this tear away at this moment. You have to know where you're tossing this shit. Yeah. You know, it's a whole situation. And then on top of that, you don't get tipped actual dollar bills typically in those mail review things. Really? Um, I what mean, do you mean? It, like, well, like... in our situation, well, because how do you transfer money? You know, that's that's the question. And what happened at the, at the one that I did is that we would go out there. They would have a segregated section for us where because uh-huh. they had male um, male <laughs> dancer um, uh, waiters go around and, and serve the women. 
And so, but they would get tipped nonstop because they're always in their face. It was like yeah. at Hooters, if you could slip a dollar bill in the booth. Right. And you know, people are up be on doing, stage. Yeah. And so we didn't, so we didn't get tipped. We got like a little bit of a pay rate, but it wasn't adequate. So they would give us the opportunity to go run around the stars of the show, go run around all the tables and collect tips. But that was like five minutes that we had to run across an entire giant space. And you'll see it when you move to D.C. Sax is huge. So we are doing laps around the fucking place, you know? Um, yeah. But but so so it's like, when do when do male dancers make the thick of their money? And the answer to that is in the in the the lap dance rooms, which mm. they may or may not be showcasing. But yeah. also like um, Vegas dancers. I don't know if they're going to be paid more. They're probably all going to be gay anyway. Probably. So I don't know. Okay. <laughs> All the ladies are going to go there looking for the thunder down under, but they're just going to get these guys making out with each other backstage. You know? <laughs> Nothing, wrong with that. Mean, Nothing wrong with that. That's typically uh-uh. what happens, though. I mean, like, yeah. it's funny because the real good dancers with the real nice bodies, they're all gay men. Come on. What was the last time you saw like a decent straight male dancer? That doesn't happen. <laughs> that doesn't. You're right. You're true, right. Honey. When? It's when? Real. Oh, that is true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, even wow. that one guy, even the Magic Mike guy, he's kind of looking pudgy. Shannon Tatum. Shannon Tatum, yeah. Yeah, he's nothing to look at. I know. If he were gay, trust you, he'd have an eight-pack, and he'd yeah. be running around hulking out. You know? True. Yeah, what do you true. think, Eddie, of, since quarantine and the whole COVID, everybody producing their own porn, especially with Just for Fans, Only Fans, like everybody's a porn star now. <laughs> and yeah. you were doing it before... It became yeah. a became like the new trend, if lack for a better I word. Think, what do you think, I think of it? I love it. I'm so happy about this because, um, and, and this might come off as a little weird. Yeah, <laughs> I'm seeing this this number in my oh, face. Oh yeah, <laughs> ignore it. That's all we do. That's what we do. So we I, and I was like, whoa, am I going on too long? So basically, no, okay, I'll explain to you. Like, I love that shit. Like, I've, yeah. I'm a big fan of. Um, of people getting in the industry because the more numbers, we, the bigger numbers we have, the weirder it is for me to walk into the office doing what I do, you know, because like if, if, if I can, if it, when I walk into the office and somebody says, Oh, my, my daughter does this only fans thing. Then all of a sudden I'm like, your daughter does only fans. And it's like, it's suddenly a part of a normal conversation, yeah. normalized sex work. Everything's Wait. good. Yeah. Do they not know what their daughter's doing on OnlyFans, or do they know what their daughter's doing? Well, on I OnlyFans? think the overall idea is that they're just showing pic- sexy pictures. Sexy but, pictures. Uh, yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't think anybody. Well, now really a lot of the a lot of the queens <laughs> are getting into the OnlyFans. Some of the queens are starting to do OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah, which and is I really think interesting. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think I think that's you know great for them. Yeah. Um, I think a lot a lot of times it's a little um. Uh, I think that people it mostly cringe follow a lot of that stuff. So good for them if they feel proud of it. But I, I, I mean, I personally like I've been doing this forever, but it's not like I go on there and I don't want to be famous off of this stuff. Like, I think if you look at my entire career, it's just been about like doing the wrong thing <laughs> in order to get popular. Like I say the wrong thing. I'm not nice to end the right people. I'm a total douche. Like, in fact, the agent wrote to me at 
day saying, this major porn star wants to call you and talk to you about something. And I said, what's it, what's it about? And he tells me, it's not serving me at all. So I said, tell him to bother somebody else. And so that's, <laughs> that's the way I shoot myself in the foot. But now God bless all these people. But, I, but on top of that, I do have like the pool of people that I can work with yeah. is much bigger now. And the fact mm-hmm. that I started doing this mm-hmm. free shit over on Bornhub is wonderful because they know that I will produce quality material for them for their OnlyFans. And as long yeah. as people don't connect Eddie Danger to whoever this OnlyFans model is, they don't know where to get this shit for free. So they subscribe to their their shit and they get quality content because I put love in, into my work, you yeah. know? And, um, do, yeah, you because it's a passion about, project. What do you think about this, the article that came out with the girl, Daniel Braglo, the rapper? And she's the one that was on Dr. Phil, the cash oh, outside Christ, girl. Yeah. So okay. she went on OnlyFans, started it when the day she turned 18 and within six hours made over a million dollars. Good for her. Yeah, I was I like... Find it a little- I find it a little creepy. Yeah, um, that's personally. what was weird. Like, oh, yeah, because yeah, well, I literally like, just turned 18 that it day. Was and you're going to do right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's, wow. she's did an OnlyFans. And I'm like, well, the people, well, I don't know. I, I mean, don't know. Would you know. guys have it's done creepy. it at 18? I would have. <laughs> would you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I think um, well, I certainly I, I wasn't in the place in my life to be busy with any of that shit anyway. I was still trapped in my conservative community back home. But um, but no, I, I I think everybody should be free to do that. But I think the, the part of that that makes me uncomfortable is the fact that she she feels groomed for it, you know, yeah. because she's been yeah. in the public eye forever. Um, she's been um like in the underbelly of society because she started off as a train wreck and, and as a, Mm -hmm. like a goofed out meme. Mm -hmm. And then she turned into this like successful, I wasn't following her career, but every time I heard from her, it was something horrible and people were just laughing. (laughs) And then all of a sudden she turns 18 and starts putting out porn. And I don't know. I mean, good for her, whatever. I hope she doesn't regret in the future. (laughs) I'm sure she won't because Kim Kardashian is doing just fine. But, um, you know, so, but, but to me, like if somebody had told me um, when we first saw her, that like the, within seconds of turning 18, she was going to be doing porn. I'd be like, oh, wow, maybe, maybe uh, you know, there should be a little conversation going on about what she's going to have to deal with moving forward in her life, yeah. uh, having done this. But, you know, because because um, in, in general, there's still a lot of misogyny that goes on in porn. Mm-hmm. And this is what I always tell OnlyFans models that come to me and they say, hey, let's collaborate. We could make our stuff in split ways. And I say, OK, well, you haven't started all of this stuff, but you realize that there are still a lot of guys that won't date a girl who's done porn. Um, there is still yeah. like a lot of uh, like there. Um, if, if you're not in the business for the right reasons, you know, if you're not a business person, if you're doing it to get back at your parents or if you're doing it to, 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 you know, to, for just because out of emotional, um, kind of just to fight, fight people. Now I got into porn because I was inspired by like the underbelly of society. And this was yeah. like the whole drags, uh, scene and everything like that. I was like, this is fascinating and I want to see what this weird shit is like. So I don't think I was ever really taken advantage of, but I see a lot of people, especially who are starting out, that that aren't necessarily doing it out of financial desperation, but more so see it as, well, everybody else is making money yeah. and I really want to show my parents who's boss. You know, <laughs> I, I see that a lot and that makes me feel a little weird because I'm like, in the future, you are going to be blaming other people for this impulsive action. Right. You know, because um, I know I do. 
I know I'm busy running around blaming my parents for things that I've done in my life that were kind of weird, you know, but none of them had to do with porn. (laughs) (laughs) I don't mix my parents up in that thing. What was it, Eddie, that drew you to? Because for people who don't may not know, you are very well known within the drag community. I mean, you know (laughs) all the queens and have and not just know them, but you're like friends with them. You have relationships with them. You're friends. You're friends. Um, So how why did you gravitate towards that scene over any other one? Like what made you go? Oh, these this is the tribe I want to be part of. These are my people. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't know if I've told you about this, but I was doing the mascot thing when I was in middle school. And um, did I tell you about this? No, I I don't remember. Okay, well, I was the mascot in middle school. Yeah, and I've been a huge fan of Kiss forever. It was always about this elevated persona, and and I was always like a kind of I was the drummer in a band. I was the background guy, but I noticed that if I put yeah, if I put on a disguise, then I could then I could I could put myself out there and get the attention of the pretty girl. The most popular girl in school would hug me when I was dressed up as the mascot, as opposed to me, the actual person who was kind of a loser and and deemed kind of untouchable. So what I noticed moving forward into my life is that the more I assumed a disguise, whether it was to be the model who had like a ton of um, gravitas to myself, you know, um, or like, or like with that whole character I was doing with, with the, with, when I, I mean, I was like doing the backwards hat and I was kind of being a douche bro. That's a personality too, that I'm assuming that's, that's like, it's putting a block up in between myself and the world. And it's saying, Hey, you can fall in love with this person because it's relatable, but you don't have to go too deep in, you know? Yeah. And so that's what happened with the drag. So when I was talking to drag queens, I totally understood the, the idea of assuming a disguise mm-hmm. and uh, okay. wanting mm-hmm. having an elevated personality that you're projecting on stage. Um, it's like, it's like when I, when you go on stage to sing a song, it's yeah. so much easier to put a guitar in front of you and play the guitar and sing because there's a barrier between yourself and the audience. Mm-hmm. Same thing's going on with me, you know? Yeah. And so we related we related on that level, me and uh, myself and the drag queens that I would work with. But also, like I said, like I was a staple in D.C. forever. And also back in Virginia Beach when I was when I was growing up as a baby stripper and like across <laughs> the country, whenever they would fly us out, it would be like tack me on, tack the guy, this guy on who are yeah. called drag race events. Yeah. But then when they met me, they realized like I was doing the same thing they were doing and we were in the same business mentality. We knew what was going on. We trusted each other. They knew I wouldn't open my mouth about anything weird that was going on. And I still won't. I won't yeah. tell anything, you know, yeah, good. So, uh, think, no kissing and talent. But also one thing that I found really bizarre is that like I've been doing this for so long and I'm by no means anybody's like, <clears throat> like, uh, like I'm not like a legendary porn actor or something, but I've been around in, in the sense where people have grown up and they've known about me since they were like 18, mm-hmm. which is weird for me to find out because I feel ancient at this point you know <laughs> and, and they, like i always get these things saying you were my sexual awakening when i was 15 and i'm like ew you know like I'm thinking, this is really disgusting uh i would be flattered i would be flattered to be like well thank you i'm glad but I- then again i've never had somebody say that to me so I yeah me neither yeah yeah well, then, of course, then this, uh, the next question, if I do decide to respond, it's, well, how old are you now? Like, what is exactly like, <laughs> what are you like doing? 16? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh my yeah, God. So it, it's a little weird, but it's just the longevity and the fact that I've remained like this character for so long and I've reinvented. Like, yeah. um, like I, like I said on the Hey Queen thing, I had different personalities. The Christian Lizelle that was working as a as a nude acrobat is different from what I was doing 
as the the Eddie Danger persona with the douche, like the hat, the backwards hat, and all this. And then, yeah. of course, like right now, I'm like I'm doing this whole thing with a beard and trying to reinvent myself as like some sort of synthesis between those two, you know. Yeah. But obviously, not doing acrobatics, more like intellectualism or whatever. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Would you Would you go back to writing, Eddie? Because for people who yeah. may not know, you did you, you're you're a published writer, so yeah. especially coming through so, being sober and all that. Would you like do a memoirs? Because I would definitely buy the Eddie Danger memoirs. <laughs> yeah, I well, think okay, it would be an interesting book. Yeah, well, yeah. I've ha- I have like seven hundred pages written at this point on on that specific topic, yeah. and the the books that I've written in the past weren't um, ever in line with. It was more so when I I don't promote them because when I go and I look at that stuff, I'm like I'm not all that interested in promoting it because when I see it, I don't see me. Right now, I see somebody who was trying to get in touch with who I am now. But then, of course, I see. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, I know all I'm looking at is Rob right now. So, so, so no. But but with this, I have it written, and I, there's still things to write because I've been yeah. through some weird bullshit lately. But like the stories are out there; they're fascinating, and I know that there's something that can can like that people will end up reading and thinking of that are they, pretty interesting it's just yeah. a matter of getting it all out and and edited and my big problem is that it's gone through so many iterations where excuse me where i was like i was passionate about getting the stories out uh-huh. but then maybe i i said oh i was going to write a guidebook as to how to be a successful dancer when i was 22 but yeah. then of course i revisit it when i'm 24 and i've got like i've got a whole array of other bullshit i'm doing with the magic mic stuff and like and then like um and I was I was be deep into the BDSM world where I was yeah. being walked around like a dog and fucking people's wives <sighs> as like as like and like this dominatrix <laughs> would walk me around at uh, nightclubs in, in in Philadelphia and say yeah. you're gonna fuck these people's wives and it was her like how she got her kicks and um, wow. <clears throat> stuff like that and uh, and so like I would always I had like all these different weird things that would come into my life that I would furiously type down because I was like I don't want to forget this and what if I die tomorrow but now I'm at a good point where I can finally get it all written. But as you've seen, endless chaos. Yeah. <laughs> because but um, I just now think I'm your, your story would be just so interesting to read. Yeah. And like well, the chronicle life of any danger, how yeah. you started, how you got to this point, all of the stories in between and just like your perspective on life and like yeah. growing older and like being in the business and all that i just think it would be very a very interesting book well it's fascinating because when you start to think back on these things and i i don't think people really uh account for all the 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 time that's spent in between you know youth and adulthood and how much like like if you've been at a job like you start a job oh it's my first day i'm all stressed out blink of an eye it's five years later you've got a great resume you know what I mean? For real. And, that's, that so that's <laughs> and that's the way it happens with porn. It was like, I started it. I remember starting, but then I navigated and it's been constantly like reinventing. Oh, sure. I'll take that job. Sure. I'll take that job. Sure. I'll take that job. And pretty soon I'm on the penis talk show telling me my life story, you know? And it's like, <laughs> and, and it's, it's yeah. weird to think. And I remember when, like the reason why I didn't put out my book years ago and thank God I didn't because I've learned so much since is that I had a relationship where I felt this, I couldn't be my authentic self with this person. Yeah. So when I'm thinking about talking about my sexuality or like any of the weird shit I've been up to, 
Um, we weren't in that conversation. And the thing, the writing on the wall was that we were going to be dishonestly married, you know, like yeah. she didn't know who I was. She didn't know what I was about, but oh, I was wow. prepared to uh, end this life, you know, <clears throat> in that regard. And so when I think about that, now I'm free, I'm completely liberated. And then I could go ahead and take my own mind, single guy, single perspective, go mm. in and, and critique myself throughout yeah. this whole fucking mess. Opinion, yeah. Wow. <laughs> but uh, but the porn thing, especially the pansexual angle, is really fascinating yeah. to think about. Um, I I really want to talk about that because not many people have been able to, no. um, to express it. I yeah. know yeah. that is true, Rob. Yes. You have something, right? It's time for hands. I do. It's I time do. for hands, everybody. We're, we're, we're going to make this a very seamless <laughs> transition. To I know. I've, I've given up trying to do the transitions to our uh, two. Do the hymns products. I'm just like, Rob, do it. Because <laughs> it's been a mess the last couple of times. Uh, yes. Oh. Hims offers men access to high-quality medical products for issues all men face, but rarely take care of. And they're a trusted destination for sound medical guidance with both prescription and non-prescription solutions. Uh, that ridiculously expensive little blue pill is now generic, which means the prescription medication to treat erectile dysfunction is now affordable. At Hims, you pay as little as only four bucks a day. No embarrassing conversations, no expensive appointments, just answer a few questions online in the privacy of your own home, and a medical provider will confidentially review. If approved, your medication is shipped directly to your door in very discreet packaging, and you guys, the shipping is free. So why live with ED when the solution can be so simple? And if you go to our website right now, they're offering a 60-day money-back guarantee. So that means get hard. Is that what you wanted, Rob? Sorry, I was late with the sound effect. I'm sorry. Wow, I so, Tony. I was watching God. you. I was engaged with your hymns. Uh, the hymns. Uh, I, was, uh, I get, love how awkward we are. Get, 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 huh? hard, or, get hard or... I can't find the oh, other one. Jesus. Just keep, oh, there or, it is. That no, one. Or no, money. that's wrong. <laughs> okay, that's let really me wrong. Mess. Let me do this again. Let, no. let Rob finish. Yes, let me finish. <laughs> let me get get hard. as you would with him. <laughs> I know, as you would with him. There. Why does this always turn into a train wreck? Go um, ahead, Rob. Finish it. Okay. okay. Can I talk about hymns for a minute? Go one ahead. Second, one second. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Let Rob get through his spiel. I didn't know like our little ad drops would be so exciting. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> get hard or your money back. Oh, now, maybe getting an erection isn't the problem at all. But instead, you finish a little prematurely. The great news is Hems ha also has that covered with the spray, a pillar, both. The spray works by altering the sensitivity to the sprayed area without overly numbing. And unlike the other topical products, it's absorbed by the skin without transferring to your partner. Simply spray it in the most sensitive areas uh, five to ten minutes before go time. And studies have shown men can last up to 64% longer using the spray. Sex should be fun for all and hymns helps you enjoy this pleasure longer. So whether you want to focus on sexual wellness, acne, hair loss, or beyond, hymns has you covered. Start out with a free um, online visit. Go to whoinvitedher.net slash hymns. That's H-I-M-S for your free visit. That's whoinvitedher.net slash hymns. Prescription products are subject to medical provider approval and require an online consultation with a medical provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. See website for full details and safety information. That's whoinvitedher.net slash hymns. Yay! Okay. Yay! There, got through it. What did you have about hymns, Eddie? 
Oh, they're fascinating. They're a wonderful company. So I was like, I was looking into some stuff to help me out with a, with a shoot I had coming yeah. up. And of course I hit up hymns and it was easy. It was just one phone call and they sent me a whole bunch of stuff and God bless hymns. I think they're great. Yeah, it doesn't, I it use, doesn't, it, it's I not as intense care. as other stuff. You no, do? I use their skincare. I love their skincare stuff. They're, they're the eye cream and the daily moisturizer and there's one other one the night one that i use i like their skin stuff it's really good. oh so they do everything yeah they i just do. love that we're on round three of this i know and we mess it up every time i'm just every gonna time. you know what it's <laughs> yeah it's Hinge is a great product it is it they really are. really yeah. is um eddie yeah. do you ever run into that on a shoot like where maybe you you just can't get it up what do you do no i no are you I always good there. If I know I'm going to have a hard time, I, I pop it in. You know, I, yeah. I, I always, especially if I know it's going to be weird. Um, I want people to shut up and let me do my job. Yeah. We've talked about this. Yeah. But um, because it's like I, there's a whole lot of nonsense that goes on. A lot of people talking and milling about. I don't like that at all. So um, if, no. go ahead. Yeah. No, I, it's just the it's the performance aspect. I don't know if I'd be able to gun over <clears throat> overcome that. Because it's too weird. <laughs> no pun intended. Um, but but it's, it's 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 good when you like when you're in the right frame of mind yeah. and if you're actually attracted to somebody. Now, if I yeah. can go into a scene and be like, "This is like a conquest." If I and this is why I kind of like there is a fair level of authenticity when you do watch porn because sometimes you're paired with somebody and you're like, <clears throat> "Let me at them," you know? Yeah. And it's great, and you feel like there's a passion there. But a lot yeah. of times, like we've had time to talk, and <clears throat> usually when somebody opens their mouth, I realize I'm not attracted to them at all. Wow. So, you know <laughs> okay. what I mean? That's fair. It's like just shut That's the fuck fair. up and like let's just be bodies. But right? um, <laughs> but basically, yeah. But I've definitely taken a, a bunch of those, and <clears throat> I will tell people if you're gonna take Viagra for like a thing that you may or may not have going on chew this shit baby chew it because then it's gonna happen it tastes like garbage it's disgusting and try to brush your teeth or get some listerine in your mouth afterwards but that will get your fucking body working in the right way nice. chewing it chewing yeah it. chew that fucking pill up it's disgusting but it's gonna get in your system within an hour so yeah. so uh, and and not like a maybe things will work you know it will work at that yeah. point I have, a, I, get I have a question for you, Eddie. So since you've yeah. talked on the show today about sobriety, how any advice for maybe somebody who's listening right now who is either thinking like at the beginning stages of their sobriety, making that decision? Yeah. OK, well, that's great. So <clears throat> listen, um, I have a bunch of fucking morons on the Internet telling me um, about um, uh, medical uh, help versus um spiritual help or whatever yeah. there's a whole bunch of uh idiots that are basically saying um that gatekeeping that people shouldn't be able to say that you can come up with natural ways to train yourself to do things you have to go the route that everybody else goes for example um alcoholics anonymous mm -hmm. you know i know a lot of people that are a part of that narcotics anonymous i know a lot of people that are a part of that i didn't need it but good for them for, for having something that works for them. So mm -hmm. go, they can go ahead and use that all they want, but that's not what I did. Mm -hmm. And same with like mental health or whatever. I've had severe depression. I've been suicidal in the past, but you know what? I didn't use medication because I value, I valued my personality and my own functioning to the so much that I was like, I know that if I just work on reconfiguring the way I think and the way I use myself and my energy, Maybe I can pull through this. So yeah. <clears throat> with sobriety, it was an endless cycle. And the problem was I didn't, I, I, everybody gave me permission to be an alcoholic around me, every mm -hmm. single person. Um, 
because alcohol was everywhere I went and they would give it to me for free, which I love. I love alcohol. I mean, it was the best time. I love talking to people. I love hanging out with people and it would help me be myself and like, not, not so much myself, but it would help me put my my like my thoughts out there and relate to people in a way that I couldn't because maybe I was too introverted or maybe yeah. other people just didn't you know feel that connection yeah. but it was it was such a social thing for me but then mm-hmm. when I noticed that I was doing it a whole bunch by myself at home to try to be like well let's just oh I just got home from the club let's just polish off another bottle it'll be totally fine yeah. and then I would wake up miserable and the and the, and the cycle would keep going now when I was like uh, in middle school um, I used to smoke cigarettes and, uh, and I was concerned about that because I was raised in a very religious household, which, uh, which told you that you masturbate, you're going to hell and shit like that, you know? <laughs> so, um, so that's the same mentality that I, I was like, I need to lash myself for yeah. doing wrong. So what I did was I grabbed myself that pack of Marlboro Reds that I had, that I had purchased off some, some military guy, <laughs> uh, in front of a gas station. I went and I smoked the whole fucking pack in like an hour. And that made, and for me, I can't smell Marlboro Reds without feeling sick to my stomach because I basically trained myself. We're just going to keep beating you down with this thing. That's mm-hmm. your vice until you get it out of your system. Now with alcohol, I did the same thing, which was a, a real shame, but I drank myself into a little stupor so many times. And my life got so miserable that I had to just look at myself and say, you know what, today we're just going to focus on going to sleep. And then once I did that, I would do that the next night. Tonight, we're just going to focus on pop a melatonin, baby. Get to sleep. Don't drink. Don't go out there and have like a cigarette and like have a cocktail. Don't do that. Slow down. And then when I would do that, it'd be night three. Take a melatonin. Go to sleep. And I know this is like passing dependencies onto other things. But then I would be like, how else can I go to sleep? Maybe I'll smoke some weed. We'll figure out a way to get through each day as it comes. And that's what I kind of noticed. I would just be like, each day is an obstacle. You get through that one. And then pretty soon, just like building up your resume, it's been like three months. And you realize I haven't been to the ABC store in three months. ABC is the, the, yeah. the liquor store that we have in Virginia. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, but yeah, so then I realized that that's just not a part of my life. And it wasn't a part of my cycle. So when I would think about doing it again, I would think, uh, well, I've been a few months and um, I mean, maybe I'll have a drink. And so early on, I would be like, I would visit my friends and I would drink with them. I'd have a little drink. But then I realized that at that point, I'd be so divorced from this lifestyle yeah. that I got fucking hammered. And like, mm, I was miserable. I was go, I was flipping out. I was angry at everybody. And I was just like, why am I having such a negative experience? It's because I wasn't, the alcohol wasn't a part of my brain at the time. Right. So, oh. so I shocked my system by being like, this is out of your life. Then we're going to hit you in the face with it again. And then once I did, I was like, fuck this, this is miserable. <laughs> and I did it twice. And I was yeah. like, the hangover was worse than ever. The people hated me because they were like so disappointed yeah. that I was acting like such a douche. And I was like, you know what? This is just not going to be a part of my life anymore. So after a while, it was just gone. And then I realized my body started to shrivel up in like a good way, hopefully. <laughs> so like now I have this body that I'm looking at and it's yeah. like, uh, this isn't anything that I'm working on, really. I'm not going out and going to the gym all the time. It's just a matter of changing my diet. And mm-hmm. uh, and that even came 
as a result of the alcoholism of being uh -huh. dropped. Because when you're drinking, you wake up and you say, I really need some sustenance or let's just go to an IHOP after, after yeah. this night of party. And then you pack your face full of food or you congratulate yourself for being a disaster the night before by having some like extravagant omelet. Well, that didn't happen anymore, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, so it yeah, was just a matter of thing. Yeah. That is so, really so interesting. My advice to other people would just be to train yourself to not do these things by offering little small rewards, you yeah, know? Right. And um, yeah, but also like, like I said, like I, I was never too hard on myself. The mentality that I went in with this is that like, I'm going to try to limit this stuff. But then once, once you start going, it's hard to stop on the sobriety cake because then yeah. you're seeing results and my face shriveled up too. It was like, yeah, I was seriously. I I had a big face before. It was round. <laughs> and then it wasn't then round, Eddie, but you, you did trim up. You are filled out a little bit. That's all. But that yeah. is like good advice. Like it's literally baby steps. One step yes, at a time. Get through that day. Worry about yeah. tomorrow when tomorrow comes type of yeah absolutely attitude. and but but with that i was always concerned with like uh same with like the vegetarian sort of uh difference i didn't want to put myself on that track where if i slipped up then then you're you done punish yourself. Then, yeah. yeah then you're back in it and you suck but 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 what happened was like if i did slip up i was like this sucks i'm gonna i'm gonna oh, take ownership of it. it it sucks and i i you know i shouldn't have done it but it's yeah. okay i'm still sober like you know how people say like like, oh, you weren't really sober for a year because you you had a drink somewhere in there. Bullshit. I just disregard that. Bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. Because <laughs> my because my mentality is I'm still off it, you know, yeah. and my my I'm still there. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That is, I, think, I think yeah. that is uh it puts because there is a thing with people going who are doing sobriety where it's like if you get off the wagon, you're a horrible person and people are gonna judge you. But, and then you go you go overboard at that yeah, point. Exactly. Yeah. Then you start binging again, and then it's over. Well, you know? I think it's really encouraging, Eddie. And then, I mean, like we said at the top of the show, you look amazing. <laughs> Not Thank that you, you did it before, but you could see the change in you. Definitely. Yeah. And but, that's, but the oh, that's amazing. One thing that I've noticed, though, um, with this little change, and I'm 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 having a hard time dealing with it because yeah. I'm still the scared little boy that I was in middle school, and I'm always going to be because I'm always hiding behind a disguise, but. This is the weirdest thing because now more than ever, because now I'm presenting as like a man as opposed to a boy. Mm -hmm. When I had this, this this sort of figure before, I'm getting a lot of very uncomfortable attention. And uh, really? I'm getting a lot of people giving me passes for acting like a douche. And um, and like that sort of behavior, it's easy to spiral into being a monster when people put themselves mm -hmm. beneath you, you mm -hmm. know? Um, so like if you have somebody that's like, um, they'll deal with all of your nonsense, like, like treat me like garbage, please, sir. Thank you for giving me attention. It's like immediately it puts you in monster mode because you're just looking at this. Like, why am I being treated like this? You're not talking to me. You're talking to what you're assuming I am. And that's yeah. unfair, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so I'm being treated like, like, like I'm a, a totally different person and it's impossible to relate to people at this point. It's yeah. very weird. And I don't like the attention. Like, I'm not really enjoying that all that much. But it's not just the fact that I've lost weight. It's the fact that I'm building muscle at a really crazy rate also. I know. <laughs> um, it's, 
I'm not used to that. And yeah. it makes me really uncomfortable when people are talking to me about this because I'm still a big fat loser and I'm never going to not be a big fat loser. So, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. one of those. It's like and, that well, struggle in your head. It's the struggle in your head, how you view yourself and then how other people are actually viewing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think everybody goes through that. That is well, for sure. Well, I back. guess and the other thing is uh, the people that you have to, you have to really nitpick who you surround yourself with. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, and with the porn stuff too, it's just, it's, it's like this added layer of fake bullshit that people give you, you know, yeah. it's like, it, I don't trust anybody really. Um, mm-hmm. I'm so scared of people being around me. Nobody knows where I live now. I mean, they didn't before, but I would be kind of like, okay with people finding out now yeah. I'm terrified because I'm like, they don't see me as a person. They see me as somebody who's looking for attention on the internet. You know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. like a totally different consideration of who I am as a person. Yeah. When, when before they would look at me when I had a little more weight on me and I was struggling to survive. And I was like trying to like, Maybe, uh, you know, eat the table scraps of the world. Um, they, they, I, I was much less scared by people. You yeah. know what I mean? That now makes sense. Totally, that totally makes sense. That does. Wow. Yeah. Like I don't know. always, I like, guess. Go ahead, Bash. You just got to be careful. Like I said, who you surround yourself exactly. with. Make good friends. Exactly. Like, it is. I, it really I, is. You know, I think we've all been there. I've been big. I've been small. When I was a 20-year-old, it was being attacked constantly by some oh, fucking creep. I was in Hillcrest and <laughs> got in fights kid. all the time. Yeah. And now, you know, yeah. you're older, you're wiser, you're yeah. bigger. Some of us. <laughs> 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 yeah, that and I have my friends, and I know they'll never leave me, though. No. Like, that's, yeah. that's, that's, but, that's Maybe. Stuff. But no. no but do you understand? <laughs> And on top of that, like the dad bot is in. Everybody yeah. fucking loves Thank the dad God, bot. God, it is so my in. time. It is my time, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> there's, this, there's this crazy collision between the the um like what we've been taught to uh, adore yes. and what we're actually into. And it's yeah. really crazy to see because yeah. I'm getting a lot of attention for what I'm doing, but that's not at all what people are into. It's 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 all fake. It's not yeah. real. Like nobody wants a guy with a with a toned body. In fact, everybody tells me I have an eating disorder. Like really? this is what's going on. Oh with- god! Yes. <laughs> but no, but you can't win. On? I know you can't. No, win. you can't. But but they they really into the dad bod. Like across yeah. the board, I'll talk to everybody and they say I like a guy with a little more meat on my bones. But then I'll get all this attention. So it's like it's like they're looking at the hot uh, the like the Pamela Anderson yeah. and they're like. Oh, she's recognized as hot, but that's for something else. Like yeah, that's yeah. okay. But that, what they really different. want in real life is the dad bod. They like to yes. look at the pretty thing, but they're like, what they're gonna take home is the guy that's the dad bod. Yeah. There you that's go. Kind of interesting. Yeah. I, it I, is. I think it's more rooted in attention. True. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah for I agree. Sure. I agree. It's and, and you know what's funny when 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 I when people see me. Uh, the only people that I'm getting in terms of people that want to date me, they're all people who want attention. And they're, they're people who are looking uh, for validation from their friends by having the guy that's on the Internet showing his body, uh, as opposed to before when I would have like a, kind of more authentic relationships. But it is more like a mascot. Like, so I'm yeah. noticing that I'm assuming this like mm-hmm. persona, which is very like, um, 
like I'm just being I'm dumbing myself down for people. I'm being like kind of like broish. I'm being really stupid. I'm make I'm being like inconsiderate of others. And like it's a whole character that I'm putting on just yeah. because that's what's expected of me. You know well, what that, I mean? That's yeah, my point. Sure. That's my point. Yeah. People have different levels of who they're expecting attention from. If they're getting yeah. attention from somebody who's super hot, that makes them validated. If they're getting attention for somebody who has a dad bod because that guy is giving them the attention that they want, that makes them validated. Yeah. It's all just yeah. it's all just like a, a different Thing I wish everybody. people could just relax. I, <laughs> I know. know. Everybody just <laughs> That's relax. why, honestly, like the whole fucking country just needs to legalize weed. So I know. Everybody just out about anything. Exactly. Yeah, just my God, relax. I just, that is one thing I do miss because I haven't been doing that this whole time. Oh, I, that's what yeah. I've been doing during COVID. But really? You weed. haven't? You haven't been smoking weed? No, no. no I've been trying to just, you know, cut, be a little bit more healthy because I would end up binging like a bag of chips. And nothing then, wrong with that. Nothing wrong wait, with no. that. Wait, wait. But also, I'm applying so the job, I was, so I, I, I'm also being careful about that. Yeah. So. so I was thinking that you were over here in that flamingo shirt. No, uh, I've been think, sober as a. I don't know what 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 a what's sober. I don't know what's sober. I just like just dry sober. Okay. <laughs> sober as a nun. Wow. Sober as a nun. Yeah. There you yeah. Go. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. you're not living the high life out in San Diego. No, no. Of, it's oh it's been a. A couple months now. Yeah. Why am I crying miserable. about my life? You know, <laughs> like you need to be on here. Oh um, man. Well, well, hey, can we talk about that though? What's it like to not smoke weed? Because like, I don't it's a huge know. part of my life. I wouldn't Tony know. Wouldn't. I, that, I, I, that's what I changed during COVID was I kind of gave up alcohol and did weed because it was leveling me out. My anxiety was out of control and weed yeah. for me personally made me feel like leveled. I wasn't, I didn't feel crazy and I felt relaxed and I can handle things. So, yeah. 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 Honestly, the only thing I like about my background in Catholicism is the reset of Lent <laughs> because oh, yeah. I just stop doing everything that's bad for me and focus on eating healthy, not drinking, not smoking yeah. weed, not, not engaging in any vices for 40 days. Yeah, And it's nice because it kind of resets me for the year. Yeah. And yeah. then I, and then I keep things up and I continue losing weight and then I start getting into vices again and then it's next Lent. So I've yeah. been on like a progressive, like losing weight on yeah. a gradual scale for quite oh, a long yeah. time. What, Rob, yeah, you have something? Mike, I, I know it's the mic. I, like, I know I just wanted to say thanks, thanks to the uh, listeners that are following us on YouTube, watching us YouTube live Saturday afternoons. Um, D money. Oh, D money. Also, also known as Daryl on Instagram. Yeah, Daryl. Yeah, I fo he follows on Facebook. He's yes, he just that, wanted yeah. to say, "OMG, this is the best episode yet." And he just wanted to, <laughs> oh, he just wanted to say hello. Hello, Daryl. Hello, hello D money. Oh. I'm sorry I'm not more entertaining right oh, now. Oh, no, you're realized. entertaining. Are you fucking kidding? Are you yeah. kidding me? You're always <laughs> so entertaining. Eddie, it is like always such a pleasure when you come on. Like you, I love it because I don't have to do anything. I just like <laughs> sitting back and listening to you tell yeah. your stories and talk. And like, right. I, that's why Rob has to hold up time because I get so engaged when you talk oh. that I'm just like, Oh shit, we have to oh we have to wrap this up. What the fuck's going <laughs> yeah. on? I really yeah. do think you should yeah. you should get a book together. Though, I really, so, yeah. really yeah. I, I really agree. think you do need that, Eddie, because well, I think I'll get it done. I think oh. you have a great, great story to tell, and I really do think people would will find it relatable. That they're yeah. like, oh, I'm not the only one feeling these things out in the world. There's somebody else that I could relate to, which is yeah. 
is so amazing. I definitely, I, I get that because I have a lot of strong opinions on things that, mm. that I, I feel very comfortable explaining. And I think a lot of people don't feel so comfortable about saying the things that I feel, you know, but I can back <laughs> yeah. it up with experience because yeah. like I'm, I yeah. put myself, I put my, my, what you put your feet to the fire or something yeah. and like experience these things. So I can tell you exactly the facts of it. And then the theoretical facts, like uh, regarding, like, I mean, even down to um, misogyny and gay clubs, like yeah. I can tell you everybody's perspective because I've heard them. I've seen mm-hmm. them in first experience. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. But like, I'll only, I'll, I will only make claims about things that I've experienced for myself that I know for a fact. And at least I know like how society generally works. I know. Rob's like, you guys are over time. But Eddie, it is always a pleasure when you come on. I love yeah. having you on the show because it's so fun. But let everybody know how they can find you. All of that good stuff. Okay, well, I guess you can find me on Instagram. I do at, at Daddy Danger on Instagram. If you want to torture yourself, go to my Twitter and look at my cock. And I have a nice little video pinned of me coming. And my cum shots have gotten great, by the way. Um, really? I'm since, about, the, since the whole sobriety and diet change? Yeah. Wow. Range wow. and volume. Range and volume. <laughs> Work on a lot of hymns. Wow. A lot of hymns. A lot of hymns. There you go. Everybody, you can, how do people find you, Bashy? I'm at same name underscore Bash on Instagram. Yes. And how do people find you, Eric? I am at Party Bear Eric on Instagram. There you go. And you can follow me. It's Tony underscore Baloney underscore Macaroni on Instagram. We are Who Invited Her underscore podcast on Instagram. We're Who Invited Her SD on Facebook and Twitter. Don't forget, we are on Out at TV every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. You can tune in if you miss the show on Saturdays. We're there on Out at TV. They have a lot of other great programming with a lot of bunch of good shows like shit show with grotesque and kevy kevin if you really want to deep dive into yeah yeah yeah. i know i know you had a good time with yeah you did (laughs) (laughs) and if you want to deep dive into all things rupaul's drag race rupaul's drag race roundup with captain steve and erica fox they do that show on there you can watch my other show film spring of you're a movie buff go check us out we're at 8 p.m. on Friday nights on Out at TV. And that is it for us this week, everybody. Thank you again, Eddie. I love having you on. Thank you you so always much. are so Thank interesting. You have, <laughs> so good. Thank you for having me on also. I also want to say uh, say hello to our uh, long-lost Megan and her oh, new puppy. <laughs> I'm really Ms. sad Ms. that I can't see I you right know. now because I was hoping, looking forward to it. I'm hoping she comes back when we go back to none of the Zoom bullshit and we're in person. Yes, Robbie? Oh, I was just going to say one one last shout out for our listeners in YouTube. Hi to Fabrizio, who says hello from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Hi, Rio. Hello, wow. Brazil. Hi, Hi. Brazil. <laughs> but everybody, that is it for us. And everybody, have a great weekend. And we will see you next week. Bye. 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 Thanks, Eddie. Thank you. <laughs>